Electric Jellyfish Podcast presents Spoilers of the Multiverse. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, the voice you hear is real. We are so glad to be back together and reassembled. No pun intended. This is Chad. This is Shannon. New phone. Who dis? <laughs> this is Ed. This is Derek. <laughs> and yes, we are the spoilers of the multiverse. We are loaded for bear. We can't wait to get into this with you guys. It has been way too long, and we've got so much ground to cover. They're not even spoilers anymore. No, not really. <laughs> but we'll spoil them anyway, right? It's all good. It's all good. It has been a dog's age, hasn't it? Can we get, a, can we get my dog in here? <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave it to Ed to make it weird right off the bat. Well, life just got in the way. Yeah, yeah. We could. We, life just kept making us, you know, commit pratfalls left and right. Derek, I am so glad to hear your voice again because you were like going through some shit. Yep. Good old COVID. COVID did its number. Mm-hmm. But here I am. I made it through. Glad you licked it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go there. Oh, really? <laughs> Happy so- birthday to me. <laughs> yeah. There are just call me Mr. Segway. Yeah. There there are still some sacred cows out there. Oh. <laughs> some some things we just don't want to do. I wouldn't call her that, but it's no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Not if you Anywho. want to visit Some, again. Someone needs a mug from Walmart. Anyway. Why buy the milk when you can go to the farm? <laughs> and, and paint the barns. So. <laughs> we have so missed each other. We have so missed talking to you guys. We've got so much ground to cover. Especially with uh, everything that's gone down on What If. Six episodes. And... Well, heck, even in uh, in in real life, I mean, we we've settled the lawsuit now between ScarJo and Disney, <laughs> undisclosed amount, undisclosed conditions. So that's still kind of feeling itself out. Then we've got the oh god, uh, almost forgot about the whole uh, Ditko estate uh, and that what, lawsuit. What happened? What happened? I, it's still unresolved, isn't it, Derek? What is the deal with that? Okay, so Ditko and Stan Lee's estates are basically, and this is loosely, I'm, I'm just rattling it off, mm-hmm. but the gist of it is that the states are basically saying, hey, Marvel, we are nullifying the contract for our characters. And I said characters, plural, uh, meaning that Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, basically all the Avengers and all the, just a ton of if MCU Marvel characters are going to go away. Spider-Man, they're saying that if this goes through the way the Ditko estate wants, that as of 2023... Marvel cannot make any more Spider-Man comics, toys, TV shows, movies, or anything. And that falls in line with every single one of the other characters that Ditko has the character rights to. So they're Sony. fighting Disney and Marvel for this shit. What about Sony? Yeah. I mean, it's it's everybody. It's yeah. across everybody. the board. It's, it's a- anybody who Yeah, anybody who wants to use Spider-Man and, like I said, Doctor Strange, Falcon. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. If 
the Ditko estate wins, guess what? Uh, MCU, you're fucked. Disney, you're fucked when it comes to most of your main characters. What the hell's the Ditko so, estate going to do with them then? He's just going to go away forever? I guess they're just saying, fuck you. You know, we're going to take our uh, toys and go back home and, you know, we're not going to play with you anymore. They're going to put them back. They'll put them back on the market again. And have someone buy them, buy the rights to them again. Okay, so let's you know, let's just say what, what everyone's thinking. Does anyone think this is going to go anywhere? Do, do they have a shot in hell? I don't know. It depends Disney's on what gonna the. going to pay them out the ass. Mm, it depends also on what the original selling contract was, because I know a lot of smart authors will put a time limit on how long you can use their books, their stories, their characters. So it depends on how it was originally sold as to how it's probably going to play out in the court. Because a lot of times they will say, well, you can use my characters for 10 years for X amount of dollars or 20 years for X amount of dollars. However they wrote it. Nothing in perpetuity. No. And if they did sell it like that, they're going to lose. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know that Stan Lee, uh, after several years of just kind of avoiding the issue and not really talking about it, admitted, yeah, I basically... You had to sell out. Yeah, I had to yeah. sell to just to make sure that he, that he kept Marvel afloat as a brand. Right. Didn't he sell to Toy Biz or something? I can't, I can't remember who he originally sold to. All, all I know is that... There, there was a good reason why Stan Lee wasn't the richest man on the planet when he mm. all when we all thought, damn, he should be because mm-hmm. you know he he's got so much controlling interest, quote unquote, and mm-hmm. everything that we're watching come out of the MCU. I'm like, why isn't he rolling in money? Guarantee you, RDJ wound up with more money than Stan Lee did at the end of his life. You know, I remember back in the '80s when we were at Lone Star, we had a petition because there was the whole thing about they wanted to sue for creators' rights and that sort of thing, and they mm-hmm. were, were going to start. It was it was more of a Kirby thing at the time, you know. So, and I remember Marvel as a as a defense started changing the identity and the way all their characters looked. You remember when Thor grew a beard and mm-hmm. everything got they they did that. Because they didn't want so open court going, is this the Captain Marvel that you created and Jack Kirby created? Well, this is who Captain Marvel looks now. She looks nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 they were, you know, Marvel was like a desperate attempt to kind of like save all these. And then and it changed a bunch of people because of that. Maybe that's what the Ultimates was all about. Maybe. That was a little bit later. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's a rhyme or reason for everything. The, the Ultimates was just a, more of like what they did with Spider-Man. Well, think about it. I mean, like, thing. what image does everybody think of when someone mentions Nick Fury now? It sure as hell ain't the one that they had looking like freaking Hasselhoff. No, I don't well, know what they, and, That was just a weird, because they even had an issue where they're all sitting around. Because in that book, they're famously known for saving the world from an alien invasion. You know, yeah, and they're going. What if they did a movie on us? And they're all casting themselves. You know, and Nick Fury says, "I'd have uh, Nick, you know, um, um, Samuel Jackson play me." And then someone says, "I'll." I think Jamie says, "I'd have McConaughey play me." You know, it's like that. That scene is in the book, and I think that kind of resonated later a little bit because they took from all kinds of stuff. You know, when they made Avengers. See, I have this really weird thought, and. It, it kind of goes along the lines of I'm seeing all these new characters that Marvel and, and I've, I've mentioned this over and over again on on the cast that Marvel has been churning out new characters left and right for the past 10, 15 years that are pretty high profile characters now. I mean, Ms. Ms. Marvel's one in particular. I mean, she's getting her own Disney Plus show, for God's sakes. And it's one of those things where I wonder if Marvel and Disney knew that this shitstorm was going to hit safety net. and that's why they've made so many of these new characters that basically are mirror images of the other characters just with different names and different looks like ms marvel iron heart you know all these characters that can that can move along the story without it being the core avengers 
characters that were made back in the 60s and mm-hmm. stuff. So I kind of got this really eerie feeling that Marvel and Disney knew this was coming, and I really hate to admit it and say it, but if this does fall through and they lose the rights to all these characters, Marvel and Disney are going to continue with these new characters, and unfortunately, they're going to lose a lot of fan base because mm-hmm. a lot of these people are going to be like, I don't know these characters. I don't give a shit about these characters. So yeah, it's going to change the name from Phase 4 to Plan F. Like, you know, Yeah, it's awesome. it's going to be like exact. they're going to find themselves in the exact same position they've been in with Star Wars now. They created a bunch of characters that no one gives a shit about that they're not familiar with. They and I mean, I don't know about what you guys have read about Avengers Campus. It ain't been good. None of it has yeah, been I good. I heard it's pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So these these grand experiments that they've been making with trying to incorporate their creations into their theme parks has been backfiring horribly. Yeah, I've heard ever since the new Disney head that took over has kind of just said fuck you to Disney loyalists and basically the fan base period. Mm-hmm. And, and that's on the level of every single property they own where he doesn't give a shit and he's all about making money. Well, and so he doesn't care about characters and, and he doesn't care about – That's so stupid. I mean because yeah. you alienate your fan base. Where's the money going to come from? Exactly. That, that makes no he's sense. Himself yeah. in his he really book. is. That, yeah. That's it, it, that's it, like Levi's stop making blue jeans. Yeah. I mean, that's just exactly. stupid. And that is shooting know, off I your totally foot. I totally agree with you. And that's what he's doing. I mean, and that that guy's name gets brought up in every single conversation I see about Avengers Campus, that he was behind all that. And basically, it's just like Galaxy's Edge, where it's nothing but a big store, and they're just trying to sell shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not really any, like, character-driven stuff. And it's like, oh, well, hey, you can meet Spider-Man, and you can meet Captain america and you can meet all these people but uh, it's a meet and greet and you're gonna pay like two hundred dollars or whatever the amount is to see this person it's all a cash grab now with this new guy that's running the shop jesus christ and it's sad yeah i mean at least galaxy's edge has rides at least they have something that you can you know that you can walk away from like you know you could build a lightsaber and, and build a little droid and go on an adventure or two or three but the but the avengers campus it's a big bag of nothing it's just a glorified disney store. yeah all uh, yeah, all they fucking have is basically the Spider-Man ride, and that Spider-Man ride, I think it does have, like, the little spider bots that are in the fucking ride, but again, if you're going to go there and you want to bring something that's like, you're not making a fucking lightsaber, you're getting this bullshit throwaway plastic toy of a spider bot that's never been in any fucking book, it's never been in any fucking movie, and it's just one of those, oh, this is an, ex- this is an exclusive in-park fucking thing, and people are just like, you give a fuck about that. Big whoop. That's Yeah, no shit. Like, it- from the sound of it, it almost sounds like this. I don't know how many times we've mentioned it on the show, but we're all locally based in the Dallas area. And right now, that Jurassic World thing that's traveling the country has taken up a residency in a, in a little suburb on the edge of Dallas over by where the Cowboys practice in, in, a, in a town called The Colony. And it's been there for, what, like two, three months now? And it's going to be there through the end of the, through the beginning of next year. It's going to be at this thing called The Grandscape in The Colony through January. And it almost sounds to me like the experience there is more immersive than what they're doing at Avengers Campus. It's about on that level, and they can pack this thing up and take it anywhere. That may as well be what they do with this. They already had an Avengers thing that toured the country once a couple years ago, if I remember correctly. It's like a and stu- I heard that thing show was fucking amazing. Yeah, I heard it was kick-ass. It was in Vegas next to the at the um, casino next to the Mirage where I was at. Well, I came through here at one time. Yeah, it was also, at the AAC yeah, or it something. Came to, it, it was at uh, the state fair, the state fairgrounds. In oh, Dallas. oh, okay. I thought it was at and, the AAC. I thought it was indoors. Yeah, it was there for like a week, 
And I I didn't get to go, and I heard it was just they had so many like costumes and props and everything from the movies and stuff, and it, I heard it was just fucking mind blowing. But again, we're but, talking about a different regime at, that running the show yeah. at Disney. You know, that's that's forethought. You know, that's listening to the fans and giving the fans what they want. It's it, it seemed like it was more along the lines of if you if if you've played that Avengers game that's on the PlayStation Four and Five and Xbox One and Xbox One Series X, that's how the game opens. That you're at this big Avengers Expo. And I think that's they they kind of mimic that. But what they're doing at the parks, no, they're missing the mark. Yeah, I've I've honestly not seen anything or really heard of the the, the campus thing you're talking about. Yeah, my Brian, my friend Brian just got back from Disney World and he went. He didn't mention it, but he did go to the Galaxy's Edge, and that was kind of blew him away. Because hmm. you know the whole the rides and you're on the you know I mean I've done Star Tours, but he said no, this was like oh yeah, just completely. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. As as many negative things has been said about Galaxy's Edge, I'd still want to do it just because. Mm-hmm. But he this thing, that. no. He, 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 he took it all back. He said, no, I think uh, given that, you know, in the spirit of which they've, what they've done with it, you know, I mean, he showed me a picture of the crowd. It was endless, this line to get into this thing. He, he waited an hour. And I didn't think I was that bad. His girlfriend thought it was a long time. <laughs> I'd wait an hour to get, you know. To ride the Falcon he, or or whatever it was they were yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got in there and they got the Hondo uh, character up there, and he's t- you know he's, he's it's just like Star Tours. It's just different. It's a different story. It's different. You know, Star Tours had the R two and three PO up there, and they're telling you you're going to get on this thing and you're going to go. The pilot, you know, the the droid pilot gets confused and he sends you a different way through an asteroid and all this shit. So it's just like. But he was just saying you you can you can you can play with the Falcon's controls and touch buttons and do all this stuff and you, and he uh, sent me a video. There was a, his, or his girlfriend took a video while they were in it, and I'm just like, going, holy shit, you're in the you're in the cockpit of a lame Falcon, <laughs> you know. But you can't. But I don't think you can do anything even close to that at the uh, at the Avengers campus. So yeah, they need to. No, they need they need to rethink me, this. Me and me and my daughter we're infamous for going on YouTube and, and watching uh, videos on different amusement parks and rides and special events and stuff like that that happen at all these different places. And we we watched a video that showed a review of all the stuff that's in Avengers Campus. And even my nine-year-old's looking at me going, that looks horrible. I don't want to go do that. I, I, I'll wait until it gets better. And I'm just sitting here going... Campus? Why do you call it a campus? It sounds like a school. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Yeah. So... It's like yeah. it's like the equivalent of what they did to to, to Black Widow as a movie. <laughs> it's yeah, no joke. It's the you exact same kind of thing. More exciting than campus. It's like, <laughs> oh, I got Oh go yay! It's for class. It's gotta, school. Got to take shit. They should have just called it the Stark Expo. Yeah. Yeah, mm. do that shit. Make it look like that. That would be. Oh, that's a great yeah. idea. They need to listen to us. Okay, they really fired. do. Mm-hmm. They need to pay me. These motherfuckers need to hire my ass. Give us a checkbook. Find that guy's number that's running Disney. I'm gonna later I'll get it <laughs> ring his bell. Yeah, I'm gonna go bit. on LinkedIn. And be like, <laughs> I, I want to work for. Let me run fucking Marvel. Bastards. <laughs> Start sharing a bunch of you know uh, dirty titty pictures with him. <laughs> I'll stop this once you. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the hell did that come from? That went to a weird area. <laughs> it came from me being a being frustrated with a, a dirty old me. nerd. That's why. Well, en- enough dirty, of what Marvel dirty, got dirty, wrong. Let's nerd. let's let's talk about what they've been getting right the last several weeks. And yeah, it's it's been kind of hit and miss. 
you know, there there have been some really strong episodes of What If. So, I mean, some of the best stuff that we've seen come out of the out of the studio Marvel related in a, in a while, and stuff that I was like, yeah, they they probably could have done a little bit better job on that. But since we left it's you the guys, kind of thing you you could sit down and watch this thing like through an afternoon, yeah, like one after another. It's yeah. like a cartoon, like a big long cartoon uh, marathon. It's very bingeable, but since we left you guys, the last one that we really discussed at length was the one talking about T'Challa. But we've had one focusing on Loki, one focusing on Strange, one that I know a lot of people were really hyped about was the Zombies episode, one about Killmonger rescuing Tony, another one about Thor and, and Loki if they weren't related, which ended masterfully on a cliffhanger, which led to the penultimate episode that we're all kind of caught up on right now. So let's let's try and break this down because there's so much to digest. I know that there are some episodes that we'd probably rather spend a little bit more time on and some episodes that we'd rather spend a little less time on. I'm going to tell you what I liked about 3, or uh, what if the world lost? It's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, it's Mightiest Heroes. Was that it took you back to, it's based on a week. They did like day one. Yeah. Day two. And it was like Nick Fury's week. And I thought that was kind of cool how they, and you were back in that timeline of like, oh, well, this this takes you back to like this point in the Hulk movie. This takes you back to this point. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of, um, but of course, no. <laughs> I guess Michael Douglas doesn't give a shit because it's just pinning everything on him. Yeah, that episode mystery in a way, but it was uh, it was yeah, and and I'm I'm right there with you, man. That episode was it was great because you got to see the Incredible Hulk movie, you know, you got to see what happened with Thor, the Thor movie, and everything, and it was just like this is this is some good stuff. You got to see Tony sitting in the donut again, right? Yeah, so every one of those branches just died and ended. So trying to remember, it's uh, and I somehow thought. And this is a weird thought that I remembered Identity Crisis, a DC story. Yes, the, yes. Where the where the culprit was somebody using Adam's it was his wife, I think. Yeah, that went that was it. It was an elongated man's wife. Elongated yeah. man, yeah, because he, yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, they were and because they found footprints on the brain or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got that graphic novel. That's one of my favorite stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I kept thinking of that, you know, and I thought, hmm, maybe it's, but yeah, that, it that, was, that it was, it was, it was definitely a, a fantastic, uh, you know, who who done it type of mystery episode. And it's, and I've I've said it before with these with these shows. The great thing about this what if show is that yeah, we're we're building up to something huge. And I'm not even talking about just huge in the in the show, but it's going to trickle over in the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange and everything else. But I've said it before. I love it that each one of these episodes is totally fucking different. Yeah. I mean, just like this one where it's like Monday, Tuesday, and it's like chronologically doing all this stuff. And then you you skip to the next episode with Doctor Strange, and that's just a fucking straight up a horror movie. You know, it's kind of like a, a butterfly effect type For someone thing. That, time that, travel. That, that, I love that. Yeah, that turns into a, a fucking, you know, horror movie. It was, yeah, it's, it was it's fucking crazy. The Groundhog Day from Hell. I mean, yeah, if shit. any, like, out of all the episodes that we've watched in the, in the span of the of the time that we've been away, I I will I will die on this hill and say that that's probably the most the single most important episode of the entire arc so far, just because of the repercussions that it's going to have. It's setting it up. It's setting it yeah. up. And there, there was so much there that the that what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? It was so gut wrenching to watch him go through that horrible loss over. No matter what he did, know, no matter how hard he tried, no matter how he tried to tilt the windmill, the windmill always blew back, and it always bit him in the time ass. Travel stories 
like that before where you you, you can't change time. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Time's a thing, and then you, there's nothing you can do. And I'm so glad Cumberbatch played into doing the voice because his voice is so particular and it's very noticeable. Very distinctive, yeah. Like a lot of these, you know, it, it still bums me that we can't get Downey to come back and do Tony or we can't get Evans to come back and do Cap or whatever, but... It, it, it just some of these just wouldn't carry the emotional weight that, that it needed to carry. Although I will give you this, uh, and everything that she's shown up in, Lake Bell has been very, very impressive as Natasha. She's doing a really good job of of convincing us that that's Black Widow. The the, the strange Cumberbatch have like such distinctive voices. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they got. He's he was such an unlikable character in the first before he became who he was born to be. You you saw him kind of get more hu- human as he loved her over and over and over again just from the aspect of before he became sorcerer supreme doctor strange when he was just surgeon doctor strange you saw him become a lot more sympathetic whereas he was just this cold disconnected narcissistic jackass you're like yeah you kind of have this coming to you he didn't deserve what he got put through but then that selfish self-righteous streak came through again and that was his downfall yeah he he just went he just nosedived yeah bad Mm -hmm. i mean and, and and it's like I said, I mean, I think we're all hitting the mark on this one that this is probably the most pivotal episode of this whole show. Because like I said, it's going to trickle over into the movies. Because mm-hmm. it's been confirmed that, that Demon Strange is going to show up in Multiverse of Madness with, you know, Captain Carter. Because we've already, you know, we've touched on that before in the past. So I think that episode, the Doctor Strange episode, is probably the, the best one that they've brought out in this whole series. Mm-hmm. Easily. Not just the most important one, but it was it was probably the best written, the, the best paced. I just remember Shannon, you and I looked at each other and went, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of syncs up with with WandaVision too, you know, with the whole how she is. Yeah, you know, yeah. dark. Yeah, kind of. You know I mean, it's almost like they're they're building a. Uh, I can't help but think of Etrigan, the the demon type stuff. You know, this this uh, supernatural the, craziness. Yeah, this dark dark this, kind of stuff. The the dark side of of a like the Midnight Suns type of uh, feeling when it comes to the Marvel side, the Marvel cinematic side, which don't get me started on that because I would, I cannot wait until we get, you know, Ghost Rider or Morbius or Mo. What, what's his name? Morbius. Morbius. The Morbius. living Mobius. No, Morbius. Morbius is the vampire. Mobius is the, is the jet skiing uh, time travel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ready to see them and uh, the, the, the midnight suns, you know, and all that stuff with all the mystical guys and all that crap fighting all the, the demons and the bad guys of the supernatural side of stuff. So, you, you know, there's a game based it. on that coming all out there. next year, right, Derek? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> But but yet again, it's another one of those mobile game apps that Marvel brings out like every five minutes. Is it? I thought and, it was. I thought it was for the platforms. I thought it was for the no, major I platforms. A, I think it's a mobile. I think it's a mobile. Oh game. well, shit. Then I don't give a damn. Then exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, man, whatever. As I watched this episode, and I know that it has its distinctive animation style. I thought if I read this in a comic, it would be cool if it looked like it was by um, the guy that did um, Hellboy. Well, I knew you were going to say that. Yes, Mignola. You know what I mean? Especially when he had all the when it showed his true self and he had all the tentacles coming out of him and all that. It was just looked like I thought, oh, Mignola could kill this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked it looks something straight out of the the what is it the uh, Bureau of Paranormal. Uh, yeah whatever the bpd or whatever it is. Yeah, the yeah bpd the, yeah god yeah he was so fucking cool looking that was good yeah it's a good they really put some thought in this 
Oh, this is great. Did, speaking of, did you so, ever see that so we, adaptation that he did of uh, Coppola's Dracula? We have it, don't yeah, we? Oh, yeah, we do. But have you guys ever seen it? Who did? No. Mignola. He did the comic adaptation of, oh, of Bram yes, Stoker's Dracula yes. back in 90. I did. Or 92, I guess I, I should say. I, might, I think I have it somewhere. Yeah, he's... I don't know how the guy can draw so simple and make it look so good. I know. His stuff is yeah. so... You know? I don't he's know got he such a, right. a, an incredible he, style. In the inking, uh, that that's the one... That's the thing that I love about it the most. This is dark... The dark... Uh, use of ink and everything else that he uses where it just silhouettes things and you're right it's so simple but it's so powerful his artwork is amazing he uses reds so well (laughs) he he works in different shades of red like like uh frank miller likes to work in shades of black (laughs) in shades of black and gray (laughs) so we get to dr strange and like i said and, and like we all talked about it's it was very dark and supernatural and in kind of basically like a horror episode. And then we go to episode five, which is what if zombies and it is straight up horror. Mm-hmm. It is a freaking horror movie. And it's basically walking dead, which is ironic because you got a Koyo over there. Who's Michonne on <laughs> walking dead. This is true. And um, yeah. And so, you know, she's slicing through all these, these zombies and everything. It's like, Oh yeah, she's done this before. <laughs> this, but, is, this is all that for you. Yeah, the zombie episode. Go ahead. It was a great mixed bag of characters. Kurt. Yeah, and and it was that. I think that was the funny thing about that episode. We we went into it thinking that it was either going to be Bucky, the only one in it, or Spider Man. And to our surprise, we got a whole little ragtag group. (laughs) Pretty much all of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No joke. It was pretty cool. I like. I I really liked liked that episode. I thought it was really really well done. Cultural levitation. Poor, poor Scott. Poor. Poor Good Scott. old Scott Lang over there doing <laughs> his best Ed Draganski uh, impression, doing dad jokes while he's in a jar, looking that's like me. he's from Futurama and shit with that's a fucking middle, cloak. If that's not included as a uh, an accessory to a figure down the line. Oh, yeah. Somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah. No shit. Dude, it's it was Scott's funny. Um, the part where Scott flies out with the cape. And he says, uh, he, he says whatever Hermione says in, um, in Harry Potter, my daughter lost her shit, man. She was just like, she, I never, I've never heard that girl laugh so loud at something in a Marvel movie until that happened. She is a huge Potterhead, huge Potterhead. What did he say? And, uh, it was whatever she says about flying or floating or whatever it was. I I don't know what it is, but she she picked that up right away, and she was just she was in tears, and I was just like, <laughs> that got right That's past the greatest me. thing in the world, right there. That is beautiful, <laughs> and that was the thing too. With just like with us getting all you um, you spoilers out there, caught up on our our what if talk. Uh, it was the same thing with my daughter with me being out with COVID for a month. I didn't see my daughter for a month. So she hasn't watched an episode of what if since I've seen her last because she's like, daddy, I'm not going to watch this without you. And so the Friday night that I got her, I'm sitting here going, okay, so do you want to wait till tomorrow or do you want to just do it all tonight? And she goes, we're doing it all tonight. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. So yeah. So we watched the last one we watched together was the T'Challa. So episode two. So we watched episode three, four, five, six, and seven all in one night. And she was just like, this is the greatest show ever. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, you thought so, you had to catch up with us. You had a lot of catching up with her. That's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it my was, favorite, it was really awesome. My favorite line was I'm covered in Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why am I not surprised that was your favorite line? <laughs> because we can use it on a show. Yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's great material. <laughs> Well, yeah, the second that Bucky goes, the Bucky's Bucky's making his little quips to to Zombie Cap, and he's all like, "I guess this is the end of the line, buddy." And he <laughs> slices him in half. <laughs> my, my daughter was like, "Wow, that was kind of excessive." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, yes, it was, child, nine year old." Nothing is safe in a, in a sentence. Everything's uh, on the table. Everything, anything goes with zombies. And then we get Zombie Wanda. Holy mother Jeez. of God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! We thought regular you know, one we thought was the ring. Yeah, we thought the ring chick was fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> did you let's read talk any about zombie, zombie comics, Wanda, Derek? Did you read any of zombie comics? Marvel zombie. Um, comics? I I read a few of them. Uh, I'd never read them in their entirety because they've done like they've done like eight different Marvel zombie like yeah, series, like little mini series. And the only one that I think I read all the way through was the. Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness with Ash. Oh and that was it. And so I will say this, and this is a plug for, for Marvel, because, you know, I know y'all need money because you're hurting. Um, <laughs> I I splurged uh, the other day, and and I'll give you my, I'll, I'll give all you guys my login if y'all want to ever get on there. But I got Marvel Unlimited. Oh, okay. Yes. Marvel Unlimited is basically an app that has over like 5,000 plus comics on there. And I got it. I got it within the first like two or three days that I got hit with the COVID bug. And I probably, in my first like two days, I probably read about 50 books. Jesus Christ. And yeah, I caught up, but I didn't sign up for that. It's Uh, it's dude. It is well worth it. I I read I read all of Moon Knight's run, the new run, so I'm I'm caught up on him. I read Avengers one through like twenty, the original, you know, Avengers and the stuff Don like that. X so I mean and the, you know, all the God, it's so good, man. And apparently they have it where the new books that get added are three months after they hit the newsstands in the comic shops. So anyway, there you go. Well, I was so ask yeah. you if you read if the zombies work in the comics the same way they do there, where they actually realize how they use their powers. They're actually like, con- well, conscious. Actually it, it, they do, but it, it even gets more weird in the comics because in the comics, they actually talk like oh. they're, they're fully aware of who they are and, and everything else. They're not mindless, you know, flesh. Sure. They are flesh eating, but they're, they're just mind. They're not mindless zombies. Like you see in like, like I said, the walking dead, they, they know who they are. They know exactly what they're doing. And it's, it's crazy. Cause it's just, you know, it's just like a, they got a hunger and they can't help themselves. Hmm. It's kind of fucked up. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's the, I didn't know where the, if there was a disconnect with the, you know, it just sounds like, you know what? It's easier for them to do the cartoon. If they don't have to do the voice actors, they could just be zombies. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I heard a, a conflicting report the other day. I think it was probably like a week after the zombies episode dropped and they got such, you know, love and reviews for it and everything that guys, I think they're talking about making a zombie MCU zombie movie, live like action zombies movie. Yes. Live action. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Yeah, no shit. Exactly. It was almost, I mean, I I forgot I was watching a cartoon. When she fell, when when she was Giant Woman or whatever, and she just fell, Mm -hmm. and she had them all over her, you know, crawling all over her like that, I just thought, this is almost like as good as a movie is. I wonder if they're going to try to, like, capture that stuff. And the whole thing between, I mean, have we ever seen Wasp interact with Peter Parker? Ever? Uh, No. Not just kind of a neat. Only at the the big battle at the end of Endgame, I guess. 
Yeah, just 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 yeah. You know, in the middle of a battle. But yeah, I mean, I I like the I like the connections that they make. And you got you know you had Kurt running around with that accent, doing his thing. Yeah, polka dot man, kind of- and it was actually him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> he's on here. It's great. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Yeah, he was a twerp. (laughs) Whatever. I know, and it was. Yeah, that was an. I watched that one two times in a row. Okay, so twice. I'm confused. I thought Polka Dot. No, the actor. The actor. Oh, the actor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because no one knows how to say his last name. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> Dast Malchan. I don't, I've never had figured out how to pronounce his last oh. name. No, the guy that played Polka Dot Man, he's a character. He was one of uh, well, he was one of uh, Scott's buddies in Ant Man. Okay. Well, like I said, I was confused because I thought he was a DC he, yeah, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we just call him Polka Dot Man because no one knows how to oh, say his last name. Okay. All right. He's got well, a really that, that convoluted last that name. Up for me. He's okay. got he's got a hockey player's last name or something like mm-hmm. that. And poor okay. Vision. He, she's hungry. Oh, I need to feed her. Oh, man, like, oh, this poor oh. broken individual. It's like, oh, Jesus it's, Christ, Vision's it's that like guy. It's like you, okay. you simp motherfucker. <laughs> You're fucking chopping off T'Challa's fucking leg and shit and feeding him the, you know, feeding Wanda all this crap. And I'm like, You're a fucking douche. You don't kill a good panther all at once. <laughs> yeah, I love her. You know, I'm pretty sure he's an endangered species, so it's kind of fucked up. But yeah, man. It, and I will say this: when we when we went into this series, the first two episodes, we were like, "Oh, this is going to be fun and lighthearted." Shit. And then you got to episode three with them, you know, with the murder mystery with Hank Pym killing everybody, and I was like, "Ooh, well, that was kind of dark." And then you get the Doctor Strange episode, and I'm just like, "Holy <laughs> fucking shit! This is really fucking dark." <laughs> the universe. And then you get the zombies, and we all knew zombies was going to be fucked up. And then yeah, we get it's like, a nice mix. And and the next one wasn't any lighter either. I was like, good God. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm sitting here going, these fucking episodes are fucked up. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is our little, you know, the title card that, that we have for this podcast that Ed made where it's what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, no shit. <laughs> All these episodes, except the goddamn fucking Thor episode that we got was just like. Every episode, you're the pit of your stomach because these cliffhangers, dude, in that zombie episode, when they go to Wakanda and you're all like, oh, they're going to get the cure and this is great. And then you see fucking zombie Thanos with the goddamn gauntlet. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's like, shit. Are you kidding me? This is still some dark, fucked up shit. What the (laughs) hell is going on, Marvel? God. What do I always say to you? Art imitates life. <laughs> the world is just yeah, no not really in a good place right now. You turn on the news and you're like, Jesus, I gotta turn this off. Or I'm gonna kill myself. And it's let's it's lighten so the mood and go to Disney Plus. Watching... Yeah, but I mean that's the truth, <laughs> and now I'm right? I mean, cartoon what ifs? Yeah, yeah I mean it's I'm right like with you, Shannon. it is just imitating uh, the the entire feeling of the world right now. Let's go put it back on CNN <laughs> so it can relax again. Yeah, I mean, let's <laughs> yeah, no go. Those nations look a little bit like zombies coming from the border. Yeah. Oh. Wow, that's fucked up. It's, it's like you, you look at it. Yeah, God damn it, Ed. Jesus, Ed. <laughs> you well, you Shannon, go into this. It's just like Shannon said. I could see somebody. I could see somebody. It's like really paranoid about all the fucked up shit going on in the world because he's watching CNN and he's like, you know what, guys, fuck this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna decompress and I'm gonna go turn on Disney Plus. I'm gonna watch this cartoon of of Marvel characters because I love Marvel. And he starts watching these episodes and he's just like. 
Holy shit! <laughs> I want to blow my fucking brains out. What the fuck am I watching right now? I'm going to go dig a hole in the backyard and let us lay in it. You know? It's like, hey guys, spoiler warning. Uh, there needs to be a spoiler warning before every single one of these episodes be like, warning. This, this will fuck your will head. You triggered, and you're going to need to get some Allegra and also probably some fucking... Uh, Therapy. I don't know. Uh, therapy and some anxiety medication and depression medication while watching what if this is exactly what the fuck it is they should make a giant- the watcher should start a fucking episode with <laughs> i i see everything not only do i see everything but warning at the end of this episode you're gonna need therapy <laughs> what that's what needs to happen in every episode of this shit y'all aren't about to believe the size. shit you're about to see they should make yeah. a human size. You're going to say, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> even, you know what? Even he kind of did at the end of What If Thor Were an Only oh, Child. Dude, yeah. we get there in a minute because that was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, we, but we got to go through that Killmonger rescuing Tony episode, which I thought was completely unnecessary. I, I really it don't know totally, what that added to anything. They need Nothing. to make a life-size watcher, uh, like giant watcher pillow that you can lay in bed and hug. <laughs> It's all gonna be okay. It's all gonna be okay. You know, and it's just No, because because some sick fuck is gonna cuddle up to him and be like, the watcher's gonna say, I cannot I cannot intervene. Please don't touch me there. I I I will not and cannot interfere with this. Please stop touching me there. It's fucked up. I mean it's a fucked up but I, picture, but But I love to watch. I'm a voyeur. Fewer <laughs> <laughs> sellers and being there. He likes, likes to watch. I was waiting Doctor for Strange, that. I was there. just waiting. Oh, Doctor Strange, while you're while you're in your little glass prism mirror ball, I'm I'm watching you. <laughs> I saw what you did the other day, thinking of Christine. Oh, I know what you did. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> you know, I could Photoshop the Watcher as like, um, you know, like he was looking at like I had a, a pedophile mugshot. Like Do we a, have to? It's like a peeping Tom. Does it have to be pedophile though? Can we leave the pedophile angle out of it, please? Well, he's a, he's on, you know, he got sent to jail for watching every, you know. Doesn't have to be watching kids. <laughs> Jesus. He watches everything. <laughs> He's watching Sometimes you. the watcher, the watcher can't see everything in the multiverse. He saw Derek. So I put cameras in the girls' bathrooms. <laughs> he saw Derek last night. <laughs> Boy, I'm get some on ideas the- for some new. Things. <laughs> oh! yeah. On the next episode, what if Derek paints Barnes? <laughs> Bucky Barnes? And not, and, and not Bucky Barnes. What did we Real used to call Barnes. Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Fucky. Fucky. Watcher watches Fucky. Fucky indeed. Oh, oh, Watcher is Santa Claus for for the holidays. Watcher. Dressed like Santa Claus and we'll say he's he can see, what is it the, the song? He knows if you've been bad or good. <laughs> Oh, the Watcher knows. <laughs> Who watches the Watcher? You are. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, we got to no, segue. Focus. Away from this focus. Shit focus. Really fucked up. They're focused. All right. 
to make it lighthearted, um, my daughter, and I'm, I know we shouldn't be talking about this right after we talked about what we just talked about, <laughs> but my daughter, I'm trying to make this lighthearted. My daughter has now come to the fucking point of every time she sees an episode, she goes, she says it in time every time he says, what if? Every time. And I look over at her, she does it every fucking time, and it's it's the cutest fucking thing in the goddamn world. <laughs> Let's move along now, please. Okay. Thank you. So, yes. Yeah. I just, I did not get a good vibe on this. Hell, I want to say whenever I, when I originally saw it first showing up in the teaser trailer for the season, something told me, I said, if there's going to be a lull in this season, it's going to be there. Mm. I had no idea how right I was going to be, uh, or at least in, in my opinion. There's I just, always the weakest link. You know, you're sitting in a room and you have like 9, 10, 12 ideas. And you can only wonder, like, we got to throw out some of these. We got too many. And this was probably the one they should have, you know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. Well, we got to, you know, imagine which ones they threw out. Maybe this was, you know, the best of the worst ones. So they just says, we'll just stick it in it in the middle almost. We're not there somewhere before we hit them over the head with, uh, you know. Well, if you look, if you're just going by the IMDb scores, it was the second lowest rated episode of the run so far. I'm looking at it right now. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, I would really by, like to see. the same guy that wrote the, A.C. Bradley and um, Matthew Chauncey wrote all these. I would really like to see what landed on the cutting room floor. What stories didn't make the cut? Like you just said. Yeah, like, I'm just fucking spitballing here, but it'd be like, what if Steve Rogers accidentally peed on Bucky? Or some crazy (laughs) shit. I want to know what crazy stuff they were just like... What the fuck is it? Really? No, we're not doing that. Yeah, because you notice they've avoided Cap like the plague. Hmm. They've really avoided Cap outside of the first episode. They've really avoided Cap like like he's a disease. Well, they did have one. He was a zombie. But I'm just saying, but he didn't, again, he was, it's like you didn't have to hear him talk. I mean, we've heard Tony talk now, you know, whoever the heck it is. I know it's the guy that's been doing him in the animated series, in the Hmm. Avengers animated series that's on like, uh, Disney XD for so long. The Avengers Assemble, I think it's the same guy. Um, but uh, you know, they're not afraid to to use that voice. But I don't know why they're they're just Maybe avoiding they're using Cap at all. Maybe they're saving him for the end. Here. I hope so. I mean, what if what if Clint Barton goes and buys a car? <laughs> See, I'm just saying it's just stupid shit. I'm I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on that. I'm sorry. Would you guys. shut up already with this stuff. <laughs> what a car. <laughs> What if Nick Fury had to co-sign for that car? <laughs> no, he did. Why do we give a shit? <laughs> because what didn't one of them end where he where um, Fury finds Rogers in the ice? Yeah, like at the, the end of yeah. I mean, but if that's I mean he he's, he's got Captain Marvel and two captains like he, that could lead to something. Is that possible? I guess it's possible because they got to fight Loki. He's like taking over the world, you know. So he's. Hmm. I hadn't really thought about you know, it. At the end of that one, you know, where's that going to go? Yeah, he shows up. He's like, you know, he took over the world. And they're going, well, Nick Fury's going, well, you know, fuck this guy. I yeah. Him. What? I, what and, and if? With, with him looking at Cap's shield in the ice, and then he's, he gets his little Captain Marvel pager out, and she shows up. Uh, and it looks like there may be hope. You know, well, that's, that's exactly how that first episode ended, didn't it? Or was it the second episode? That was, what, that was the what if. What if Captain America's shield was made in a garage? 
All right, y'all. Are you done now? Okay, I'm done with this shit. I'm sorry. We've already seen how that ends. He becomes the U.S. agent. That's that's what happens when it's made in a fucking garage. Boy, um, I don't. You know, <laughs> fucking dare. Even in the com- even the comics had some strong comics, and some of the comics were really, stu- really clunkers. You know, so. that's, that's true of just about every yeah. series that you ever see. Uh, even your favorite album back in the day would have like one or two songs, and I say, ah, it's just clunkers. That's just a filler song skip. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of the IMDb scores, as, as much as we are, are are kind of pissing on the Killmonger episode, the the one that followed it, "What If Thor Were an Only Child," is the lowest ep- rated episode of the entire season, according to IMDb. Uh, really? Yeah. Mm. And that one was fun. Mm-hmm. It was just fun, nice yeah. and fun. Well, we needed a little break well, from all know, the darkness that, and, and shit. And the problem is, you know, Killmonger's such a turd on wheels. Nobody likes him anyway, so it would have been nice if they would have turned him into, you know, a nice guy. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought they were going to do with it, and they just... Well, maybe that's yeah, why they that's didn't, because we expected them to. Well, because that's what What If is all about, but... right. Even I remember the day after the the Thor were an only child episode aired, people were pissing all over it. I mean, hard. I thought it was funny. I did too. I have I, to, well, um, I have to disagree. I thought it was a shit fucking episode too. Well, I just I just thought it was a nice little break from all the darkness from because mm. uh, it was so ominous and just and how it ended. Yeah, it was like an after school special after the other ones we'd been watching. <laughs> well, it was it was just kind of like just seeing seeing Thor as a surfer bro dude. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's kind of funny. What if he goes and misbehaves and has a party while mom's away. That's pretty much what it was. It just watching him frantically try to scrub everything down as Frigga is approaching and shit. It was, I was very sitcom-y. Very yeah, sitcom-y. yeah. It, it just kind of had a had a, my, a had a Three's Company vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. It what fun. if here he goes again? Thor roofies Jane Foster. <laughs> Well, it, it kind of looked that way. It kind of looked it? that way. I think he did. I think he, he did. Because <laughs> when she woke up, she didn't have a clue what had happened. Fucking asshole. Very small. I almost overlooked you. Hello down there. They made him huge. I think he roofied Rocket too. That was Dirty funny when you when you hear him having the bastard. Yeah, when you hear him having the conversation with the rabbit in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you just barely hear it. You had to listen really close, but you hear him talking in the background. At that party. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, he okay. he married Darcy. Yeah, he married Darcy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hello, Mrs. The Duck. And you're like, oh, Christ. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think that a lot of the, 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 the crazy, silly filler went into this episode. Like, st- ideas they had probably from other episodes. Like, what if we put so-and-so what the- in here and did you know, put them in there? Yeah. What the fuck was up with Korg with that goddamn fucking pacifier in his mouth? <laughs> It's a, it's a rave. It's a rave. Yeah. Party. Yeah. That's that's. So do you think? So are we? Are we implying that he was that was dipped in like ecstasy or <laughs> something? Because that's what they do at raves. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to see Korg on fucking ecstasy. That'd that's, be fucking amazing. The price of admission. That's yeah. That's worth it. Worth it. Hello, hello guys. Hey okay. man. Hey man. I'm. Uh, he kind of sounds hey, like it anyway, hey doesn't he? <laughs> Hey man, I got some uh, got some ecstasy. If you want to go over here and uh, maybe uh, trip balls, do, do, do yeah, a couple of lines. Of hey, hey Meek, hey Meek, uh, you want to go ahead and uh, maybe do a line of cocaine <laughs> off of uh, Thor's hammer? Piss, piss off, oh, ghost! Shoot, shoot the Meek like stabbing the air with a knife. <laughs> Crazy. Piss off, erection. <laughs> <laughs> There's your, there's Jesus your Christ! Show. Piss off erection. What if? 
There she is. This is what happens when you don't have any sleep from a night of painting barns. <laughs> and guys, she's way back away from the mic. Oh. She was, she pinged it into the red just then. <laughs> hey, hey, Thor. Hey, um, we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have a gangbang over here. Uh, we're gonna get Valkyrie, and we're gonna get um, me on Meek. Meek's gonna be the uh, the awful tower. You wanna come over here and uh, maybe? Um, I think you're you gonna know, be the pivot man. Dip your ball. Dip, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna put your. Can you come over here and put those big hulking Asgardian balls in my mouth? I'm okay. I swing both ways. Right. Want to sniff some ants off me, Shaft? Want to come? Oh, oh that's so sure, wrong. I'm, I'm sure Taiko Watiti would do it. Of course he would. That guy's crazy. I had a thought of doing an ad for the show that had Korg and Deadpool on the sofa, but it's so horizontal, you can't use it as like a square I mean you could put them together you know on the sofa and just put something like spoilers of the universe you know we do dick jokes hi <laughs> <laughs> Thor um, now we're on me this. and Valkyrie me me and uh, Valkyrie and um, Gamora over there we're gonna go uh, play a little uh, three way and uh, do a little rock paper scissors because mm? you know the scissors uh, cork scissors paper win. scissors mm. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm Korg, made out of rocks. <sighs> You're lesbians. You can scissor. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, um, <sighs> let's get away the. Was hey, hey, Chad. Oh shit. Hey, hey Chad. You wanna um, you wanna do a bump off my uh, my rocky cock? You wanna do that? All right. Want to put a bullet in my head at this point? So, this new game called rock, rock, cock, and sock. Okay. <laughs> All right. What if? What if? Korg let Valkyrie sniff some cocaine off of his rocky penis. Uh, okay. Rhyme it. Rhyme it. Rhyme it. Rock and cock. Rhyme it. Go, Korg. Dad, dad, joke it all you want to, man. Put the pacifier back in his mouth. Hi, um, hi, Rocket. You want to come over here and uh, let me pound you on my rocky penis? Because your name's Rocket and it it kind of works out. Well, he needs sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Derek needs sleep. So, yeah. So, we have one episode left after that debacle. I forgot. What are we talking about? No, no, no. Talk about how it ended. Yeah, uh, so truly, truly, the watcher actually gets his his what the fuck moment. I mean, he mm. we got just a couple of syllables away from that actually being said because everything looks like it's all wrapped up in a nice little bow, and you know everyone's you know happy and back slapping and everything, and then. We see a couple of class. We, we, happy. Mm-hmm. And we see some shadows approaching on the horizon as the watcher goes, wait, what? And here come a bunch of, uh, well, killer robots. Yeah, cue the trauma bonding again, because mm. here's some more therapy for you, because it was a great, fun-filled episode until, until that fucking happened. Vision Ultron showed up. Or or how do you like to call him? Chad? Ultra Vision. Ultra Vision. Ultra Vision, yes. God, if Vision and Hank Pym get together, forget it. <laughs> Never has there been a, mur- a worse Ultra. murder bot than this asshole. But then, Ultra Vision. Then, then he gets an upgrade or downgrade, depending on how you look at it. He's got them all. He's got all but one of them. Okay. 
How so? Can we? We don't have visions. Uh, mind stone. Yeah, he did. Wait. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. <laughs> he is vision, so he's got the mind he's stone head. already. Oh, I'm sitting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. No, you're good because that's basically where it is, guys. It's what I'm if skipping ahead. Ultron actually got a hold of Vision and became Vision and all that good stuff. So yeah, it's what if Ultron won? And Man, holy shit, did he win? <laughs> Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this conflated with the other. Thanos vision uh, with the actual MCU <laughs> meeting. No, yeah. no, 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 no. In the next one where, uh, Oh, Oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm conflating. Yeah, I'm getting confused. And he just went zip. And yeah. And just pulled a, like a, you know, an Obi-Wan on him. And just went, <laughs> Y'all have seen the meme at this point, I'm sure where he, no. bi- he bisects Thanos and then they show Wanda looking at vision in another shot from another show and goes, wait, you can do that. <laughs> And why the hell didn't you do it in the movie, dickhead? No shit. <laughs> that didn't quite wash, yeah, but that, okay. I know. Yeah, that whole, god damn it, dude. The second he fucking shows up and just right down the fucking middle. I was not expecting that. No. At all. You're like, oh shit, here, it's about was. to go down. Well, that's it. <clears throat> Fuck, okay, never mind. It was like watching Indy shoot yeah. that swordsman in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're exactly. expecting a knockdown dragon. It's like, zip. Oh, well, fuck, okay, never mind. Oh, we're going to do this now? Okay. And then when he went and he just basically turned Thanos's gauntlet to like just took a chunk out of it you could see the other you know what i mean what didn't exist he just took those stones right out of there Mm -hmm. yeah he just he basically just zapped the knuckles off the gauntlet and just Mm -hmm. watched the stones fall free and then just incorporated them into his chest piece which is really what we saw at the end of that thor episode right of him just in full on planet wrecking glory if you want to put it that way that reminded me of I'll say this about this episode Phoenix back in X-Men when she was just like going out on yeah. fucking joyride k- killing planets and stuff and my my happy surprise in this episode was we got Arnim Zola back <laughs> you are, you've got such an unhealthy crush on that character <laughs> I do because I'm so ready for it and you know what this confirms to me now I'm I'm under the impression that this is probably fucking wrong because I'm horrible at fucking theories but if Zola in this time in this universe was in the fucking computer at Siberia, did Zemo fucking destroy Zola when he went to Siberia? Or did he even know about it? I don't think he knew about it. That's one. But two is the fact that Clint Barton says very clearly, you're the last remaining Zola computer on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that tells me that we all thought Zola was gone, but Zola is fucking everywhere. Yeah. Bring on the robot Zola suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shit. He's not doing a sequel to Capote or any shit. So. <laughs> Fucking let's do this. <laughs> no, I'm like, sequel to Capote. Capote 2. Electric Boogie. And you know, and I freaked out. I freaked out. <laughs> honestly, shit. <laughs> what Did you if? say what I think you said? Truman Capote came back. I said back. it for you. <laughs> I didn't realize. I just saw. I just found this out. Like it was either this week or last week. Who that guy's related to? Who his dad is? The guy that plays Zola. Toby Jones. Yeah. Who his father is? Who is his father? Sean Connery. Freddie Jones. Does that name ring a bell with anyone? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. He's not related to Sean Connery. No. They're, I mean, they look identical. No. It's, it's Freddie Jones is his dad, and when you realize who Freddie Jones is, you're gonna be like, oh shit. It sounds familiar. Tell me. Just. 
he was the main the main thing I know him from is from a lot of uh, uh, David Lynch's stuff. He was the guy that was the handler for the Elephant Man and the Elephant Man, and he was Thufer in uh, Lynch's uh, Dune. Freddie R I E Freddie Jones. Yes. Uh huh. When you see him, you're like, oh, that guy, because he was like all over the place in the early '80s. But yeah, Toby Jones is his kid. Hmm. You still don't know who I'm talking about, Derek? Okay. Yep, I see him. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, and uh, Krull. I'll live. He was uh, uh, the main hero's uh, like you know the mentor old, teacher. The old man. The old man. Yeah. Eyebrows and yes, my eyebrows and Dune. Man, look like a schnauzer. Well, all 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 those. One thing. They were mentats, right? Isn't that what they were called? They were mentats. Don't get me lying. They they all had those funky looking red stained lips, and they had the big bushy eyebrows. Because mm. Brad, yes, du- Brad, were... Brad Dourif played the the Baron's mentat. Mm. So they, they were they were Toby together, they were mintas so. the fresh maker that's what they were oh god somebody really needs a nap oh man you I just have, I have a pair of men I got a pair of mintats you got a, <laughs> <laughs> did you just out dad joke Ed I think I did Jesus man I need to hydrate Jesus <laughs> so many so much fluid you need what a twelve pack of bang right now your unicorn tear I had a freaking pack of bang last night <laughs> Hello, yeah. whammy! Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, Derek works all the time. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yes. Anyway, back to the episode. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. Yeah, you did. Don't die. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you knew I, what I, you were I doing. Chat. I, I chat. Don't, don't, don't you dare! No, 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 no! <laughs> don't do it! Don't, don't do it! Please, please don't do it! Zola, and I like her. you know. You got Armin Zola. I like. I'd love to see him as a, the way he looked in the comics with Toby. You know, with the face on the chest. If they ever did that, he's walking around. Mm-hmm. Like you and I were talking last I night, Derek, having like like Krang or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but I yes. love seeing Clint. I like Hawkeye being in, and his voice works really well with the animation. I thought. What with yeah, the, you, you talk you talk <laughs> about Renner? Renner knocked you, it out of the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Renner has a really good. I mean, <clears throat> his ability. It's like they haven't let him be funny, almost in a way. And I think he has a. I'm really looking forward to the Hawkeye now. Yeah, because it looks like they're really going to let him loose in that thing. Yes, and I'm happy. Yeah, because dude, Hawkeye in the books is, was always a smartass and hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, did, let him do it. Let him. He's got the comedic chops. Did anybody get kind of a true lies vibe from that? From that trailer that they gave us for Hawkeye, a little bit of that, a little bit of Die Hard. Yeah, Christmas. Story. I really got a True Lies vibe from it. I'm, I'm, it comes out on my birthday. That's my birthday. It's the premiere, so I'm really excited, and I'm glad he's getting. You know, when they made Avengers, I remember reading something that all the other actors in Avengers were like, "Oh gosh, you can't, you can't bring Renner into this. He's too good for this." Like they almost kind of like worshipped the ground he stood, he walked on because he was so. At the time, he had, he, had, he had done Hurt Locker and all this stuff like that. He just blended in very well. But I, I'm glad he's getting his, like you said, I want to see, I'd like to see more of him before he gets too old to do it anymore. And it, it was kind of weird to see the roles get reversed from uh, yeah. from what happened that in uh, Endgame. That instead of losing flipped. Natasha, we lost Clint. Yep, we just flipped it. In almost the exact same circumstance. Well, I mean, you know. Not exact same circumstance. He did let go of the edge of a, or let go of her hand into a, into an abyss of pissed off robots. But while 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 firing off an explosive arrow. Do you, do you think that in the end of that, where the watcher thought he was safe, I guess in a way, you know, and he was like, what if you know, because Ultron was coming for him in a way. You think that's going to tie into like the end of time and Loki at the end, kind of like where they were, kind of a thing. Well, 
I, I've seen way too many people draw the where they put that speech up of of that version of Kang or whatever the hell he was supposed to be the whole time he's giving that speech to to Loki and Sylvie how they're tying it into whenever Wanda truly becomes a Scarlet Witch how they yeah. how they've lined up the music and the what what she's doing and how he's reacting you know how he suddenly I don't see everything anymore. It's it's way too perfect. If you haven't seen it, look this out. I don't know how you would go about searching for it, but the end of of Loki and the end of WandaVision sync up almost like even better than when you put Dark Side of the Moon to Wizard of Oz. It's it's a split scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they run it at the same time, and you're like, holy shit, that's got to be what this is all about. Yeah, some of this seems like it's all headed in the same direction in a way. Or, or who knows? Maybe that's happening at the same time as well. Maybe right. what was happening in WandaVision is also happening in, in this multiverse with uh, Strange and the Watcher. Can you imagine a an Ultron with the Infinity Stones <clears throat> in the real, like, show up in the real MCU? No. Oh, God. You know, I was, I had a I had a little fan, uh, fan orgasm the other day after watching that last episode. And, okay, do we all remember when at the very end of WandaVision where she's in the cabin, blah, blah, blah. And remember how Marvel went back and they added more shit to it and they didn't tell anybody about it. And it was just like, hey, they did, you know, I didn't know about that. Yeah, they and it's yeah, it's very minuscule shit. Like they added some some they added a shrubbery <laughs> and a few like trees and shit. But <laughs> I hell? want it's I sweet. want Marvel to go back and after what if happens, first off, I want to see the watcher in the fucking movie. I want to see him in Multiverse of Madness, the full fledged fucking watcher. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to happen. I want Marvel and Disney to go back to every single fucking Marvel movie and meticulously digitally put in a watcher in every single movie. After this comes out, after what if happens in multiverse, that they can just digitally watcher. put them in there in the sky or watching something. And it's in the pivotal parts of the fucking movie. I want to watch her in every single fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Make that be the hidden Mickey in every Marvel film. Where does the watcher pop up? It'd be just go back and, 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 and then not even fucking tell us about it. So when people go back to rewatch these fucking movies and they see the watcher in it, they lose their fucking shit. <laughs> what like, the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Do you know how quickly that would that would spread like wildfire. Oh my God. Start watching their stuff again. Everybody start watching it. And that's, and that is the beautiful part of it. It's great marketing. Mm -hmm. If you put the watcher in every single Marvel movie and people go back to watch it and they're just like, yeah, I went back and watched Thor the other day. I'm going to watch Thor today just for the hell of it. And the watchers in that shit. And like you said, if it fucking gets out socially and and everybody finds out about it, Disney plus revenue will go up because everybody in their ass is going to be like, well, yeah, I bought those DVDs and Blu-rays when they first came out. Now I can go get Disney plus and go rewatch it just so I can see the fucking Watcher shit. The Watcher editions. The Watcher editions. Yes. <laughs> the rewatch the Watcher editions. Jesus Christ. And oh, and Disney God. will we hold some sort of a contest as though do? everyone can say what what's the, where's this? the timestamp of where he shows up in every one of them. God, why are we doing mm-hmm. this fucking podcast? We should be a, market, we should be a marketing <laughs> I'm telling you. Marvel... Fucking hire me, you fucks. I will fucking run your goddamn studio. Fuck Feige. Fuck Feige right in the face. I will fucking run your shit. Fuck Feige right in the face. Is that the... I'm sweating out gold. I'm sweating out gold and just throwing it at you on this fucking podcast. You piss excellence, man. I piss fucking Marvel Cinematic Excellence. Kevin Feige ain't got shit on me. Fuck that motherfucker. Okay, Denzel. (laughs) Exactly. 
You know, they say whatever doesn't kill you <laughs> is fat. And in this case, it's COVID with Derek. Makes you stronger. Makes you, I, I, makes you I, stranger. I, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> He's come back. He's back. <laughs> He's back with a vengeance, motherfuckers. It's fucking fighting in the face with... Fing <laughs> <laughs> Fang Foom. Fing <laughs> Fang Foom all over your face, motherfucker. Don't fuck with this shit. There's your shirt. At Marvel, if you don't fucking hire me, I will take my fucking ass over to DC and I will run that shit <laughs> because they fucking need it. Don't make I got me a couple ch- ideas. You end up running. Don't DC, make me get a red hat and start talking like Trump saying, "Make fucking DC great again, you motherfuckers." <laughs> They're the greatest movies ever made. Fuck that shit. <laughs> anyway, back to what if episode of Ultron. Yes. So, uh, so we, we we yeah we end on a on a really big probably the biggest cliffhanger that I mean obviously it's the biggest cliffhanger of the season because it's the last one but just uh, <laughs> watching Steven basically make the Watcher beg him for his help was kind of screwed up. Oh, oh, I want to hear you say it. That was screwed up. But I think the biggest takeaway from this episode and the 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 biggest goosebump holy shit moment was when the Watcher's talking about Ultron after Ultron's destroyed everything on in, in his universe. And Ultron is aware. And he turns around and looks at him and he goes, I see you. <laughs> yeah. And the Watcher goes, the fuck? What in the hell? <laughs> yeah, he basically said, what the fuck? And they should have put it in there. They should have beeped it. Yeah, I w- That would have been fucking great if it would have been like, what the f- <laughs> it would have been fucking gold or just right as he's right as, moment, right as he's getting ready to, to drop the f-bomb is when he punches through the freaking multiverse wall or whatever yes he just, it cuts he him off in mid-sentence he's like no wait i watch you that's not how it <laughs> that's works. not how this works <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the moment we literally saw the watcher shit his fucking pants on screen just tunic, because tunic. it he fucking happens he's, he's wearing a tunic so he just hit the floor he doesn't wear underwear. See, now he I figured, folks. <laughs> he doesn't wear underwear. Did, how is this? I, d- don't don't go question. back to the just, Kirby comics. You'll just, see. Just, okay, just, roll, just okay. roll with it. Okay. I'll uh, with remember, it. even Lucas said that they don't wear underwear in outer space when he was talking about. Well, I thought he bra. was. He, he was just wanting girls uh, just, not to wear underwear. Again, That's just all just that just he doesn't wear anything. Just just roll with it. Um, okay. I, but in, if anything, Derek, I thought the moment that you freaking evacuated your bowels was whenever. We saw that shot of uh, Ultron trying to chomp on the Watcher as he's smashing from dimension to dimension, and he had his Galactus moment. Yeah, basically mirror imaging fucking Galactus. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. If we can't get Galactus, we definitely just got fucking Ultron doing his best impression. And also, in that same scene, in that same sequence of, of shots, Apparently, we finally got our first true Marvel Star Wars crossover. Yes. Did you, you see that, yes, that Ed? Too, huh? Did you see that, wait, Ed? Wait, yep. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you didn't see Go this, back. did you? Yeah. I'm thinking. Is this during the fight? Yes. As they're as they're crashing through dimensional wall, multiverse wall, multiverse wall, at one point, they are flying yeah, over a lava planet, and you clearly see Vader's castle. Yes. They're flying through Mustafar. That. that reminded me of the, the way they were doing those... Time jumps in one of the, was it, was it solo, the way they were just like going. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a way, that's what I thought you meant at first, but no, yeah, it's, it's um, right. It was just like because that's everything. That's mm-hmm. every. That's the multi. It's a, it's all of it. Yes, up the game. So that put a great big fat smile on my face. I'm like, okay, yeah. if if we want to establish want to, that, I've, I've got no problem with it. I meant to watch that one again. No pun intended. Watch the watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
but I, w- I will watch it before Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I do t- I'm going to say this right too. My other, right. yeah, yeah, it should pick up right after it. Okay. Uh, my big, big fanboy moment was the fact when the Watcher starts commencing to fight and beat the shit out of Ultron back. And I'm just sitting here going, holy fuck, I didn't know the Watcher had it in him. I didn't know he was this fucking powerful. And then the moment I loved was the fact that First off, it looked like some anime Dragon Ball Z shit, which was, like, mind-blowing. But anytime there was a Force Blast from the Watcher or Ultron in that battle, there was Kirby Crackle all over that shit. (laughs) And I was, my nipples were hard, and I was like, oh, my God, that is fucking glorious. God, it was so fucking good. That was Kirby. So good. That's Kirby's, uh, what's one of his big creations? That's that's a, that's a Kirby yeah, that's signature his, move? Damn right. I love Kirby Crackle. If I, if I could put Kirby Crackle on everything, I would. Uh, speaking of that, and this is a tangent and I don't give a fuck, uh, I, I play Rocket League, and my, my afterburner shit is called Kirby Crackle. It's called Crackle, and it looks that like is. Kirby Crackle coming up. Son of a car. bitch. It's fucking badass. <laughs> cool. Badass. I'll tangent you one more. I've got a, uh, if you ever use Adobe Illustrator, you get that uh, i have kirby crackle brushes oh shit, no shit. <laughs> kirby crackle, kirby crackle and, and adobe illustrator and you can make it as big as you want or as tight as you want it's about six different brushes of kirby crackle see now you know you're gonna have to do if something I, with photoshop with with derek where you're gonna have to put kirby crackle all over him i'm gonna tell you this right now if i hit the lottery and i got just stupid money i'm i might just cover up all my fucking tattoos on my right arm and just make it kirby crackle all over it <laughs> because Fuck, that'd be badass. Well, Ed, you do know that his birthday was yesterday. I heard, or the day, or the yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put Kirby Crackle around my dick. <laughs> That's what's gonna be. It's gonna be like a force. It's gonna be like a force shot of Kirby Crackle, and then my penis is gonna be coming out of like the portal, oh, like uh, like Hella 1st. did in a. Uh, in Ragnarok. October 1st is your birthday. Nope. No, no September 30th is his birthday. Oh, okay. His his birthday and my birthday are a week apart. <clears throat> you know what September 30th is, Ed? Go ahead. Shoot. It's my birthday! <laughs> <laughs> and we got to see him again at Thor's party. I, I, th- I was just waiting for that to get played. I, I, I thought that whenever he said when he when they dropped the suds or dropped the foam or whatever, I just knew that we were about to hear "It's my birthday." I was going to lose my shit. Oh, release release the, foam. the foam. Release the foam. Yeah. <laughs> that was Tessario. We both said it. That was great. <laughs> well, guys, on that note, I know we're running kind of long, and it sounds like, speaking of Kirby Crackle, there's a storm a-brewing outside. I just heard thunder. And the only question I have left is, Sharon, is the chicken ready? Huh? Wasn't Sharon making chicken? Who's Sharon? Earlier? Shannon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sharon's all over me. Uh, yeah. Carter? Saying, Sharon. Carter? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know why? Because I'm staring at this... Wikipedia page. I need to shut it down. And it's <laughs> Been telling you to focus Don't for the last it. hour and a half. Right now looking there. Sounds like he was Sharon focusing. Right yeah, now. he was focusing. All right, <laughs> dude. I was back to the beginning. I was I was eating the chicken while I was putting the music together for this episode while we were talking in pre-show. Oh yeah, that chicken's long. <laughs> that chicken's gone. long gone. I'm so hungry. I just yeah. I'm thinking well, then that's, that's, that's the perfect episode. ending point for this episode. Then. <laughs> We did pretty good catching up on all this. Yeah, we did. We did. We we encapsulated everything in a nutshell in about an hour and 15 minutes. Guys, again, we're sorry about the long delay between episodes, but again, life happened. We, we will not leave you hanging that long again. 
<laughs> barring any kind of personal tragedies or anything. We never forgot about you guys. We got nothing but positive feedback. I kept getting, where are you guys? We miss you. And it, it was really great hearing that. We missed you guys too. Thanks again to Marcus for constantly encouraging this shit to happen over at that nerdshow.com. He was having me on doing stuff in the layover period. You know, if it weren't for him, we wouldn't be doing this. So thanks again, Marcus. You're you're a godsend. Keep following us on all the platforms. You know, we we've, we've got the YouTube channel ready to go for when we start doing things on video. Everything's just Electric Jellyfish Podcast. The Twitter handle is still alive and strong at EJP Nation. Guys, anything you want to say in parting? Hang in there, Australia. <laughs> and New Zealand. <laughs> Who's our guy? Oh, in, who's our guy in New there. Zealand? What would what, you say his name was? Was it Carlos? Oh yeah, Carlos. Carlos and yeah, yeah. You said Carlos. we don't want to disappoint Carlos. <laughs> That's right. If you're listening, Carlos, here you go. Thanks for the support. <laughs> pull that, pull that play button to the front again and listen to it all over again. We'll work. <laughs> my uh, my parting statement uh, is going to be uh, hi, hi, Chad. Okay, so uh, damn it, I'm going to go ahead and uh, maybe uh, pull my Rocky cock out. And then uh, from all you from uh, New Zealand, you know what touch a penis. You know what happens at 5 o'clock today, dear? You go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Get, get, some, get some electrolytes and some sleep in that order, okay? Yeah, yeah, and don't piss yourself. <laughs> I don't have any more fluids to let go of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was waiting I'm for that. Thinking, I'm thinking all this, you know, the thick, sticky stuff is just going to Oh, here they go. All right, guys. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys again soon. What a way to end it. Goodbye. Take care, guys. (laughs) 